Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hola, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Hola, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well. Got another great episode for you. We're going to play a little bit of music later on. There's a new song tearing up the charts, and it's about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Woo! Hubba hubba. Move over, Lena. There's a new political act in town, mm. and with any luck, they'll ruin her career the same way you <laughs> ruined Hillary's. Woo. But first, let's get to this strike. So obviously, Ooh. WGA and now SAG after are both on strike. The entertainment industry has stalled, so now you only have 10,000 hours of things to watch. Oh, <laughs> great. What's going on right now with the union busting is so disgusting. Uh, yeah. And it is reaching a fever pitch. Literally, when it comes to heat on the heads of the people attempting to protest, this story is 100 percent true and you can't make up this super villain shit. Yeah. You almost yeah. think this has to be some kind of parody. So the Los Angeles City Controller's Office is investigating why a bunch of trees were trimmed outside of Universal Studios properties. Mm. Now, obviously, this is where writers and actors are protesting because Universal Studios, first of all, if you want to go in and there's only two of you like me and Michael, my little brother, when we went, it was $750 to just enter a park in where you have to buy $20 beers and God forbid your friend likes Harry Potter, he wants to get a wand that little four dollar stick of junk is going to cost you about 150 yikes nonetheless they have money Mm -hmm. and they also have enough money to uh, again union bust and treat their workers horribly and just do it proudly yeah people were picketing right now as i'm sure all of you understand and know los angeles is hot as balls (laughs) whoa So because of that, they cut down the trees, the limbs of the trees, so that none of the protesters, not even protesters, union members just fighting for normal things that everybody thought was like, okay, yeah, you have a job, you get stuff. Right. That's the way it works. Yeah. So now these people that are out there uh, protesting... They are going to be getting heat stroke and everything else under the sun. Good grief. Literally. 
It's a, almost like, uh, like you said it, villains, Captain Planet level evil. Yeah. They're not only hurting like the, their workers, they're hurting the planet. You're destroying the only trees in L.A.? Come <laughs> right. on. Yeah, we were, right. we're, we're very low on trees. And I would like to say young Ben Kissel did understand Captain Planet was propaganda from the word go. Oh, All right. go, go, go. <laughs> go on, Travis. Well, I also agree with uh, Fernando. This is supervillain level shit, right? I mean, even last week when we were covering this and we mentioned how the, the studio execs were caught basically saying we want the writers to lose their homes and everything. Starve them out. Starve them right. out. Fucking and asshole. now they're just basically adding to it by... I don't know. Uh, smoking them out like Smoke George W. Out. Bush did with the terrorists back in 2001. Dehydrate them. Just make their lives a living hell. Brutal. What's interesting about this is uh, people, uh, the city, I don't think that Universal Studios had the right to do this. Exactly. The city ah. is saying that the trees belong to us and we will be in charge of trimming them. Uh-oh. This is according uh, to a city worker, somebody who uh, represents Los Angeles. They say we are uh, essential to providing Angelinos with significant environmental and public health benefits, especially during a heat wave. Therefore, they do not recommend cutting down trees at this time Hmm. when it comes to adding a little bit of shade. Universal says... We understand that the safety tree trimming of the Furcus trees we did on Barham Boulevard. Oh, so they m- admitted it. Created unintended challenges uh, for demonstrators. Right. Oh, my God. That was not our intention. Oh, bullshit. In partnership with licensed arborists. Oh. Oh. We have pruned these trees annually at this time of year. At this time. We support the WGA and SAG's rights to demonstrate and are working to provide some shade coverage. So we'll oh, see. No, this what sounds shady. Very shady or anti-shady. Uh, anyway, just another reminder of why uh, unions are so important and why we need to stick together, just especially right now in these crucial times. Because mm-hmm. this, what happens here is going to have an impact for the next 30 years. Oh, yeah. With Big AI time. and mm-hmm. streaming and Absolutely. You know, the only reason that they even got the things that they have now is from the last strike when it comes to residuals. Yeah. Residuals need to come back. All of those things that made Mm -hmm. acting a viable profession. Most actors are not rich. Most actors are just middle class people. You see them on the screen. They do their job. They work nine to fives. It's not as glamorous as you might think. Most don't live in the Hollywood Hills. Most just live in the valley like <laughs> right. everybody else. Sure. Right. Or so. around the around the country at this point, too, where they can basically do their auditions via Zoom and then fly to L.A. if they get work. That's what my friend Irvin Ross does. And he has yes. over 30 TV credits. But as you said, he lives off those residuals. And I, was, I was reading one uh, article from a gal that was in Orange is the New yes. Black. Yeah. And she said that she it cost her money to do the show. Yeah. Because they didn't get any cash from the streaming service. Right. No residuals. And she said she was on a show like five years ago. And that still is the show that she gets the most money from, which still isn't a lot. Right. (laughs) So literally actors are working not just for free. But once you take into account accommodations and paying for your own meals, you're paying to work only yeah. in America. Only in America. I mean, Los Angeles is not cheap. They just adjusted the, the federal income levels here. And if you make less than $70,000 in 
Los Angeles, you're below the city's uh, uh, poverty line. Yeah, wow. there's something, wow. There is something greatly wrong with that. So I think what what really stands out to me about what happened with the SAG-AFTRA and the WGA strike is it really pulled the veil back. It because, did. Because uh, I didn't know that these actors don't have health insurance. I didn't know that they're making pen... I mean, Orange is the New Black, the title series Huge. for Netflix. Right. I mean, it's been replicated in so many languages. It, like, set the stage for so many actresses. Sense. She was making six cents an episode. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. And that's the same that my buddy Irv would say too. Is like you get three hundred dollars for a day and then you don't get any residuals because it's Netflix and it's streaming. It's not mm-hmm. protected under the current contract that exists between SAG and the studios. And obviously now someone like uh, your friend who's a working class actor, uh, if the studio gets their way. He will never need to be cast again after they cast him one more time. Right. Take a body scan, scan. pop him in. He's now just a, a ghost in the machine, and uh, he can watch himself. I mentioned this on stage in San Francisco. Right. It is so out of Black Mirror. There is theoretically a world where someone like Irv could watch himself as he is homeless on TV in the number one show on television. Right, yeah. right. Through a window it, on yeah. a Through, yeah, through yeah. a window yeah. on a sidewalk. Yeah. Absolutely. As he's, uh, you know, covered in newspapers attempting to sleep. <laughs> it is really, it is Black Mirror personified. And, and again, if you think it, it hasn't happened, it has happened before with uh, intellectual property. What about all the guys that created all the Marvel superheroes and but you know Stan Lee is the guy that made all the money from them. you right. kind of know the story oh, about right, that right, right? Yeah. So, so it's it's we're doing it's it's advanced the fight about intellectual property has now come to your identity well, if I, that makes sense yeah I do like Stan Lee in those cameos though uh, sure. all right well sure. speaking of workers rights let's get out of California and let's go to another hot state Texas Woo. Jesus Greg Abbott what I'm sure you all heard. We'll talk about the border in, in a second. Why are they so evil? I just don't understand it. Right. So in Texas, it's hot. It's hot and hotter and hotter. The hottest part of the country right now. They have said that they are going to eliminate mandatory water breaks for people who work for the city. What? So in Austin and <laughs> Dallas, they had mandated water breaks because, you know, that whole thing that we're like 90 percent of that we kind of need to live. Greg Abbott has now given his final approval to a law that will eliminate local rules. So it's also government overreach. Big government. Mandating water breaks for construction workers. Oh, boy. So they're just sitting there like Woodstock 99 on concrete, uh, headbanging, but not because they're listening to tunes because they got a jackhammer in their hands, getting a little thirsty. And you say, uh, hey, uh, guy there, manager, I need a sip of water. They can legally just say no. No, keep wow. working. Are That's you crazy. nuts? That's crazy. This is insane. Mm. So picketers don't get shade and construction workers don't get wow. water? House Bill 2127. And again, Texas has a lot of issues and this is what they're focusing on. House Bill 2127 was passed by the Texas legislator during this year's regular legislative session. It was signed and will go into effect September 1st. It is, okay, so the law began in Austin. It was enacted in 2010. In Dallas, it was 2015. Makes sense. And it, this is what it established, okay? The unbelievable luck of these employees to get such love. (laughs) Every four hours, you're a construction worker. 
Do you know what this law established for every four hours of work? Oof. You get a 10-minute break Oof. where at that point you can have water okay. and protect themselves from the sun. So sure. like reapply sunscreen. Or All something. of that. No more. What? Texas is a state where most workers die from high temperatures, according oh, to government boy. data. Oh. Uh, at least 42 workers died in Texas between 2011 and 2021. And those are people doing their jobs Making our roads. Yeah. It should not be a death sentence. Right. To be a construction worker in Texas or a person protesting and demonstrating in California. Right. Especially since we are in the hottest summer of all time, they're Mm -hmm. saying. uh, This is also, you know, something I also mentioned on stage in San Fran. Thanks to everyone who came out to the show. Great show. If you're a a construction worker in Texas, you got more in common with the drag queen in California than you do with Governor Abbott or Jeff Bezos or the studios. Right. So this is where we have to come together. Oh, yeah. Because everyone's just getting screwed over by these people. I I mean, mean, this is just pure this is just like hatred for people. I don't I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. It's like maybe we don't need writers anymore because these evil bad guys are basically doing stuff that you couldn't even write. Really? I mean, it reminds me of when I was growing up in Wisconsin and I oh. played football and I ran pretty slow. Okay. <laughs> we had these coaches that were like, water is for pussies. What are you gay? Oh, what do you no. want water? Do you get what's next? Cack. <laughs> like, no, I just kind of need some water, you know, because it's hot. It's hot and stuff. Uh, people were dying. Ugh. Michigan had yeah. a scandal yes. where people were di- a bunch of uh, kids died during two a days. Yeah. And then wrestlers were dying. It, uh, Eddie from Brighter Side and Roundtable said that they did three a days. Right. In Florida, That's right. That's and that Florida. was the same thing was like no water. I thought that we had advanced just enough. Right. To be like <laughs> water is a good thing. And all it does is make you better. Yeah. So have water, please. Yeah. So you don't die. So you don't die. Right. Right. So, so uh, this, I'm sorry, go on. So uh, actually, I, I'm from New Mexico. I talk about it all the time. But in New Mexico, it, we have a really similar law. When I used to work there, you're not mandated a break. You're only mandated a lunch break if you work eight hours. So hmm. you don't get any 10-minute breaks. All they have to give you if you work an eight-hour shift is that 30-minute lunch break. Hmm. But I still work for a company that saw that as crazy and still gave us a 10-minute break every two hours. So, it, so again, it's- We have Henry Ford to thank for that. <laughs> so yeah, it's like sure. a policy thing. So even though the law has changed, these companies could still decide to give their workers breaks. Right. But now, because it's not mandated, do you really think they're going to let them have that 10 minutes? I would like to say some will, but obviously the fact is some will. Yeah. Right. Uh, and interestingly enough, you you bring up uh, yourself, Fernando. Uh, when it comes to construction workers, uh, six out of 10 are Latino. Yep. Uh, and so you wonder if that also has something to do with this when it comes to uh, lack of care or concern. Uh, this is according to the AFL-CIO. This is Anna Gonzalez. She says construction is a deadly industry, which it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whatever the minimum protection is, it can save a life. We are talking about a human right. We will see more deaths, especially in Texas's high temperatures. Wow. Yeah. So you got a senator in Ted Cruz that leaves when it's too cold, and you <laughs> got a governor in Greg Abbott. Who takes your water away when it's too hot? What the fuck are they all voting for? Right. They'll be like, well, Beto's kind of, he played in a band. Uh, he yeah. looks too skinny. Oh, Beto O'Rourke. Yeah, sure. I, he's Louise. the problem. I yeah. mean, it's, 
I might not agree with everything, but I certainly don't think that Beto would assign this into law. Right. Well, and this is, again, this is government overreach. I mean, what you're talking about there when a, a city makes a, a rule or a law like that, it's called home rule. And for the state to step in and override laws like that, it's big government overreach. But also, how is this good for the economy? If you're a construction no worker, why the hell would you go to Texas? I don't know. I mean, people are leaving Florida currently right. is a hemorrhaging people to work the fields uh, because it's basically a felony and you will be incarcerated. And they also had the 9000 plus uh, teacher shortage in Florida because they're screwing with the schools too much. And I think Ron DeSantis, once the spotlight was really shown on him, once it was a magnifying glass put right to his forehead, he's getting burned just like Woody was by that kid who lived across the uh, across the uh, <laughs> street there. Yeah, I remember that case. In Toy Story. So there was 42 deaths from workers and then seven, and this was last year alone when it comes to just the population mm -hmm. as a whole. And of course, those 42 deaths over 10 years. But just last year as a population as a whole, 279 heat-related deaths in Texas last year alone. Wow. Right. Well, and that's when they had the, the very deadly heat waves. Well, they've had tornadoes, um, severe thunderstorms, floods. And their electric grids can't handle it when it gets too cold, and their electric grids can't handle it when it gets too hot. So I guess everything's bigger in Texas, even our death toll during heat. Yay. Summer heat, hot summers. Big it's problems. almost like they could put all those construction workers that they're disenfranchising to fix the infrastructure, right? Mm -hmm, sure. Like, but they're dying because they don't have water. Ugh. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Also, speaking of workers, you know, many people that work here came across the border. Yeah, oh, that was that, me. I that being that. the southern border, unless they're a comedian, they come over the northern border, <laughs> build a wall on the northern border. Frostback. <laughs> but holy, yeah. There's <laughs> racist. So Governor, Governor Abbott has uh, approved of floating barriers on the Rio Grande. I'm sure you all heard the story earlier about how Border Patrol agents have come out and said that the government told them to push babies back into the water Whoa. and pregnant women back into the water, oh, literally crazy. to drown them because, you know, it's the sanctity of life. Sure. <laughs> Again, anyone who says they're pro-life, that is a power grab for your womb. It has yes. nothing to do with life. Uh -huh. And this is a prime example of that. They've also now deployed marine floating barriers. And Fernando, can you talk a little bit about this? They've deployed these buoys 
that basically ensure you drown. Yeah. What? So it's like these floating round balls that they look like they provide some sort of like respite, especially if you're in the Rio Grande. The Rio Grande is a very large river. It goes very fast. So, you know, you have to swim across it if you're coming from Mexico to the U.S. illegally mm. or you're seeking asylum through that method. But these barriers, they basically float in the middle of the river. And so if you go up to them and try to like hold on to them, you can't. And so you'll drown. And then you can't really swim under them because of the way they're designed. So you can't go around them and you can't go under them. And if you go out into the middle of the river, you're going to drown. Does and of that course, kind of I can yeah. hear, I oh, can hear the brains of some right now be like, well, no one told him to come here. I get it. But let's just treat people like human beings. Yeah, once they're let's here. Let's just treat sure. people like human freaking beings. Is this the most humane way to handle the immigration um, crisis on the border? No. Or no. illegal immigrants coming over here? No. All it does is just kill a bunch of people in the most inhumane way possible. And it certainly uh, degrades our once standing in the world of being the, the great light, you know, the... Um, the old Statue of Liberty. Give give us your big titted women. Yes. <laughs> you know, give us give us your big butted women. Yes. I forget what it says on there. I think but either the- way, the point is, <laughs> come on over and let's see if you can assimilate. I mean, I want to remind everyone that those people are just people seeking asylum, the same as uh some of you our listeners' ancestors, some of the people here came over on the Mayflower. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the it's the same process. It was it's people seeking asylum. And we're literally denying them a human right, a, a Geneva Convention right for sure. asylum. Yeah. Yes. It's, the shiny city on the hill. That's what Ronald Reagan called it. Yeah, well, that has nothing to do with what I was talking about. Oh, great. Big titted <laughs> women. So the lawsuit was filed the same day. So a lawsuit was filed the same day that Texas deployed these buoys for the border. This uh, lawsuit was filed. Attorney Carlos Flores says our lawsuit seeks to protect communities on the Texas-Mexico border from Governor Abbott's misleading politics. Also, the way things are going in Texas, escape from L.A., escape from New York, escape from freaking Texas. What if you want to go to Mexico? Sure. <laughs> right. I right. think these things might be keeping people in. And, and so, <laughs> oh, in 10 God. years, the wall would be like, tear down that wall. We got to get out of here. Right. right. That's crazy. So, Governor Greg Abbott is literally trying to kill immigrants trying to come here by putting them in too much water. And then once you get in and you're trying to be a construction worker, he'll kill you with having no water. No water. water. Also, when we mention these floating barriers, this is news to me. They're not, you know, this is not fun. Like, oh, we're at, we're at, uh, we're at, we're at the, we're at the Venetian in the pool with the little floaties. (laughs) These are a thousand foot. Floating you know, again, they're, they're freaking huge. They're designed to only kill someone. And again, you don't realize it until ah. you're in the middle of the river that you cannot get past these barriers. Ah. So it's either swim back, which you will not be able to do. Oh. So you will drown. Also, when it comes to people who uh, enjoy water sports, no, not the sexy kind, <laughs> the real kind, like kayaking and canoeing. They are super pissed. Oh, yeah. Because oh, right. evidently, you can't use the river. You can't use the river yeah. at all. So uh, this is according to uh, Fuentes as well. They say it's imminent and irreparable harm to EPI. The suit accuses the Republican governor of misapplying the Texas Disaster Act of 1975 to justify the buoy system, which has, quote, no logical connection to the purpose of the Disaster Act, which is to respond to, quote, the occurrence of imminent threat or widespread or severe damage, injury, or loss of property resulting from any natural or man-made cause. Mm. So ironically Yeesh. enough, 
they used probably what was uh, considered a positive act mm-hmm. to do something negative. Yeah. I suppose the road to hell, in Abbott's case, I hope there's a ramp to get there, uh, is <laughs> paved down, with good intentions. Yeah. I suppose yeah, so. Yeah. so um, Give him a nice little shove. <laughs> wow. So that was the act that he used. Good. Was cool. the te- Texas Disaster Act of 19... 19- 75. He didn't use it, you know, in when the good there was way. actually all the disasters happening. Right, right. In the same way he didn't use home rule in the good way by letting Austin and Dallas just give their workers some nice water. Remember, that's taxpayer money he used. Uh, Absolutely. They, it always is. They don't have any electricity right now because of the heat, but he's using taxpayer money to drown people seeking asylum. Always focus on the real issues. Abbott posted a 15-second video on his Twitter showing the buoys being loaded from trailers. That will be deployed near Eagle Pass. The Texas Department of Public Safety is overseeing the deployment. Well, there you go. This is according to uh, Texas Department of Public Safety Director Colonel Stephen McCraw. He's got something stuck in his craw, I'll tell you that. (laughs) That's a hell of a Texas name. He touted how the Bowie barrier could be quickly deployed and said it's mobile. He explained that the buoys uh, would be anchored to the bottom of the waterway. Adding the buoys are roughly four to six feet in height, depending on the water level. So the barriers, the buoys, I mean, my freaking Lord, it really has become crocodile. It's like a, it's like an old Atari game yeah. where you had to jump on the ropes and yeah. hop over the crocodiles if you did want to attempt uh, to get a better life. Which I guess in Texas, they really have even that out. They're like, it's horrible here. (laughs) You don't want to come here. And it's sad because I love love Texas and I love what Texas uh, has done in many ways when it comes to a steak. Mm. Oh, my God. When it comes to overall... But you know, being a you know, being a tough little guy there, <laughs> if, if, being a tough guy, being a tough guy. Yeah. But there's nothing tough about telling people. Uh, first of all, of drowning children. There's nothing tough about that, right? And there's nothing tough about taking water breaks away from people who are making our roads. I'm sorry, that's called yeah. being a fucking asshole. Yeah, it's not exactly. called being a man. If you want to know why I'm sad to lose Texas to things like this, uh, go try a plate of brisket nachos. Ooh. Oh, bro, yeah. and queso. Oh, yes, the food. Yeah. Like, mm. I mean, Texas is a beautiful place, beautiful people, beautiful culture. I hate what Greg and Abbott and, you know, uh, the governor and the Republicans are really doing. To it's this. insane. Absolutely. Um, also, of course, we had the uh, the drunk member of the House, the head of the House. Right. Attorney General Paxton. Ken Paxton, Paxton is a real sack well. of shit. So that entire it is from the bottom to the top. Yep. That Texas government needs to be completely and utterly taken out of office and forever mocked. None of them should be able to go to a bar ever again. And I don't see how uh, Governor Abbott uh, looks at himself in the mirror. I really cannot. I, I just don't understand it. Yeah. I really don't understand. Oh, yeah. No. With I, a smile. How do you do it? And, and to think we were just a few decades ago is Governor Ann Richardson. And she was one of the funniest Democratic governors you could ever and have. And she was a badass bitch. She, she was You did awesome. not cross her. You did not cross her. She, she was a moderate in many ways. She only got beat because George W. Bush and Karl Rove uh, mm. ran an absolute shit campaign Well, didn't they just say her. she was a lesbian? Oh, <laughs> all the dirty tricks. That's how they got yeah. poor Ann Richardson out of there. But also Barbara Jordan, uh, great journalist Molly Ivins. Texas, it has it has the people, it has the culture. Yes. I have no doubt that ugh, Abbott and Paxson, folks like that, they just 
you fuck things up bad enough, people are going to turn on you. Yeah, they have to. They just yeah. have to. Even the drunk speaker of the house is going to turn on you. Please, God, I like him the most. <laughs> I know, he's pretty <laughs> cool. He was All a right. Well, let's move on to other politicians or wannabe politicians. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Aww. he was talking about COVID-19, and we can always have a conversation about the policies that COVID-19 inspired, and we can debate those when it comes to, like, is it real? It is real because um, yeah. my friend is still suffering and we had to cancel a two year tour, you know? Um, uh, so I do believe it is yeah, real. Yeah, right. People got sick and died and um, millions. Now yeah. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is is dabbling in very dangerous waters, <laughs> uh, more dangerous than the Rio Grande. It's the laser. Talking about how COVID 19 <laughs> wasn't targeting Jews. Wait, what? He how? says that uh, he says that Jewish <laughs> huh? people were spared and Chinese people were spared. How? But, it, but it's not real. Yeah, I don't believe what? And so, I, right. Right, huh? but if it's not real, how did it spare them? Yeah, well, this is what he also, said. I've never met a Jewish Chinese guy. <laughs> That's on you. Okay. That's on you. I tried. Leave the house, Travis. Oh, okay. No, I'm actually not. I grew not, up in a I'm Jewish not, town. They, they, I mean, that's why we have religious freedom here. We agree with it or disagree with it. But in China, I'm not sure if can you even be Jewish? No, you cannot. I, don't, yes. I mean, they kill Muslims there. Really. All the time. Oh, yeah. It's very bad. Oh. It's very bad. <laughs> anyway, this is what Kennedy said. <laughs> There is an argument that it is ethically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races disproportionately. He goes on to say, COVID-19 is targeted to attack Caucasians and black people. The people who are most immune are Shikansi Jews and Chinese. The fuck is this? Okay. Yeah. What are we fucking talking? What is what, happening? What are you talking about? Here's what's so dangerous about RFK Jr. is that he takes a small, tiny fact, something mm -hmm. that is real, and then he just like runs with it and goes crazy. So what's so the real part? The real part is there. some people are more genetically susceptible to COVID-19. That was, that's not, I thought that's it was just the workers. Everything. I thought but, it was a class thing. But that's, that's everybody. Uh, yeah. That's right. how diseases work. Some mm. people are more susceptible well, to cold. Some people are more susceptible to herpes. Because doesn't it. the black community is a higher risk of certain things the yes, white community exactly. yes this is, so, yes, I'm saying, okay. so the, the kernel of truth is that but then he built on that and goes well but if you're jewish you're immune no so he says, it's not a religion thing he <laughs> says that he goes on we don't know whether it was deliberately targeted or not oh my but gosh. there are papers out there that show the racial or ethnic differential and impact yeah, again a, mm. a kernel of truth where he goes crazy with it yeah. it was also ironically enough when he was talking about he was talking about all this he was eating linguine and clam sauce what at the best pro shop <laughs> Yeah, so that, immune. That's why he COVID nineteen. That, that's why he talks like that. He's always got food in his mouth. No, he said he has some fucking stupid Kennedy. Uh, he, oh my god! His grandmother thing? fucked her, her sister or something. He's I don't know what the man or that creature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says. He says we do know that the Chinese are spending hundreds of millions of dollars developing ethnic bioweapons, and we are developing ethnic bioweapons. That is true. Ah, yeah. Kernel of truth. Kernel of truth. But They're collecting then... Russian DNA. Okay. They're collecting okay. Chinese DNA. All right. We can target people by race. Oh, so anyway. Slurp. Linguini. <laughs> Linguini. <laughs> um, uh, apparently a 2020 Oxford University study found that one in five British people believe Jews created COVID. What? They weren't even close. British, even... <laughs> British people. What are you doing? <laughs> Much like Henry, it was made in the lab. <laughs> that Wuhan, that's the one thing I loved about John's story. Is like, it's called the Wuhan Coronavirus Lab. Where do you think it came from? Right. Sure. <laughs> uh, how, one in five. That's the Brits. Yeah, I know. Oh, my Lord. Anyway, so his campaign, I, 
I don't know who's. I guess he is. Is this like a Jill Stein move? Is Ooh. he going to get the Jill Steiners? I oh sure. I don't know the crossover the the anti vaxxers and the yeah you always that's the thing with 2016 you had your Jill Stein anti vaxxers and your Alex Jones anti vaxxers and Robert Kennedy Jr. kind of checks off both boxes. And the sad thing is, again, as you mentioned, you know Fernando, there are kernels of truth. We know for a fact bioweapons exist. Yes, there was a true weapon that was allowed to be created uh, despite the fact it was fought against. That was just going to make all the soldiers gay. Yeah, the gay bomb. <laughs> the gay bomb. It's literally a real Thing where yep. it's like they're, they're turning all our soldiers gay. <laughs> so it's like they're the frogs. No soldiers. Bioweapons. Yeah, all of that is real. They got a gay bomb. But then to convolute and mix <laughs> all of that stuff up into some anti-Zionist mm-hmm. rhetoric, anti-Chinese rhetoric, it's just not what the nation needs right now, and it's not true. Right. And don't do it while you're eating linguine. Please. Please That's God. anti-Italian. This was the same meeting somebody farted at. Oh <laughs> <laughs> man. Boy, to be a fly in the wall in that place. Now, strangely enough, Kennedy's campaign, according to the most recent uh, for primary voters, is at 20 percent. Oof, that's higher than before, that was right? in early June. So it's so a little going bit up. It was about a month ago. Interesting. Wow. Yep. It will be interesting to see if some of these caucuses and primaries, especially in these early states, the only states where Robert F. Kennedy Jr. will really even have. Uh, a semblance of a chance. God dang. It's going to be interesting if they're open primaries and for Republicans and independents, you know, people who might, you know, prefer a Trump, but they go vote in the Democratic primary. It'd be interesting to see if they show up and vote for Robert F. Kennedy in the Democratic primary. I mean, it could have the reverse effect of what a lot of people are saying, where it's like Kennedy's a shill for Roger Stone. He's trying to take votes from uh, Biden. Yeah, to your point. Take many votes from, from Trump. Trump too. Same yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. Again, I was talking about '92, but Perot took. He basically split between Clinton and Bush supporters. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The populist Ross message. Brow. That's the whole point yeah. of populism. Right. You got 19 percent right? of so, the popular vote, but no electoral college votes. Anyway, all right. Moving on. Before we get to MTG, Tommy Tuberville. I this guy's a real piece of shit. He's out of Alabama. He's a senator, a former football coach, and I don't think he should have been around anybody teaching them anything because he is a total asshole. He has finally said that uh, if you're a white supremacist, you're a racist. There you oh, go. Oh, hey, congratulations! Took him a while. Low bar, <laughs> senator yes. from Alabama. Yes, nationalist are Americans. Okay. I mean, they are. All right. All right. <laughs> anyway, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right, and before we get to MTG, let's do this story in Florida. So Florida, it obviously has a state guard, Mm -hmm. and a bunch of people are quitting. Uh And this is kind of scary 
because uh, they become super, super militarized on the way to Sam Fran to keep on talking about that. <laughs> we listened to Ohio by Neil Young. Mm-hmm. And that's where the National Guard went into Ohio and shot and killed oh, four students. Right. Yes, on, on Kent State University. And it looks as if Governor Ron DeSantis is planning for something similar. So the Florida National Guard is hemorrhaging some uh, some people who wanted to go and and be a part of the National Guard to help folks. Instead, they say that they're being a part of massive training exercises, very militarized training exercises um, that really have nothing to do with what is just supposed to be a civilian style disaster response team. Sure. Mm-hmm. So there's 200 volunteers. The budget is 3.5 million. That was proposed in late 2021, right? Now that grew to 1,500 people and $108 million. That's what that budget is right now. So that's a drastic increase. When these people showed up to camp in the beginning of June, they were told that they were going to be doing military militarized type um, activities. They basically called it a military fantasy camp. So mm. many of the recruits were surprised to find that the training syllabus included lessons of repelling off of buildings and learning to use compass to navigate out of the woods, skills that would be better suited for war. They were also marching in fields. They were given ammo training. They were given gun training. They were given a whole series of different types of um, again, militarized instructions and training that really has nothing to do with being in the National Guard. Hmm. So the bureaucrats, this is according to um, Ron DeSantis. He says this when it comes to the new state guard. He says the bureaucrats in D.C. who control our National Guard have also refused to increase the number of guardsmen despite our increasing population, leaving Florida with the second worst National Guardsman to resident ratio. Uh, This is according to a civilian litigation lawyer. His name is Mr. Fabricio. (laughs) He's 46 years old. He says it was intense. A lot of running, push-ups, leadership training, practical training, water rescue training, and land navigation elements that would be seen in a traditional Army-type boot camp, however condensed to 28 days. He did lose 15 pounds. He didn't seem to think it was the horrible (laughs) experience, but it's certainly not exactly the experience that people are expecting to have (laughs) when they go in to be a National Guardsman or Guardswoman. You're supposed to be there for hurricane relief. Oh, yeah, especially of in Florida. That nature. Yeah. Well, and this ties in what we were talking about earlier, how Florida's hemorrhaging uh, workers in the fields, right? No one wants to go there to pick the fruit because of all their anti-immigration policies they're doing. And then they've got 9,000 teacher openings, at least on the last count, because no one wants to teach there because Ron DeSantis is fucking with the schools so much. And now this very weird, you're absolutely right, National Guard is a thing every single state has. And what Ron DeSantis tried to do with this new state guard yes. was basically create a new entity with taxpayer dollars mm-hmm. that would essentially go around it and, sounds and like a, force his bidding. It sounds like a goon squad. They were given marksmanship uh, training. They had concealed carry weapons training, and they have combative classes in hand-to-hand combat like, training. What, like, what is that Why? for? Why? And this reminds hey, me lady, also. Hey, lady, get out of your house. Yeah, and well, and then also don't forget the anti-voting laws that he's passed that mm-hmm. are very hard to enforce. But guess who's getting more arrested for these anti-voting laws right. that Ron DeSantis passed than anybody? It's black and brown people. It's people who are marginalized already, and. I don't know. You hear about something like this. It sounds like a direct Ron DeSantis goon squad. He probably wants them to storm the castle at Disney. <laughs> he really, he really might. 
So anyway, it's just, again, more militarization in our government on every single level, including the level of what was just supposed to be about humanitarian mm-hmm. aid and right. helping out your neighbor. Right. That's and the now National they Guard. figure out how to, uh, you know, shoot them in the fucking head and beat their beat them up. Right. Get them out. I take their coat. There's like a like a group chat with Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis and the studio execs where they're just like, oh, yeah, well, we, we trim the trees. So they're not they don't even have shade anymore. It's like, yeah, well, I'm getting out these pontoon what are they called again the pontoon the floaty the floaty um, pontoon boats i don't death balls thank you <laughs> cluster bombs <laughs> yeah just cluster, cluster bombs, bombs. <laughs> all right so that's just a little bit of insight into uh, again what's going on in the state of florida let's go to our final story mtg we have a bunch of stuff to get to on next episode as well of course well, let's talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene. So she was attempting to dump all over Joe. Oh, don't get him aroused. <laughs> and in reality, all she did was kind of praise him. But that just shows you how weird and disconnected yeah. and just like perverted the minds are of these yeah. people. Let's just play this clip. We can talk about it. And then we're going to go out and discuss oh, some pretty hip new tunes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about what Joe Biden is attempting to complete. Joe Biden had the largest public investment in social infrastructure and environmental programs that is actually finishing what FDR started that LBJ expanded on. And Joe Biden is attempting to complete programs to address education, medical care, urban problems, rural poverty, transportation, Medicare, Medicaid, labor Uh unions. And he still is working on it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Honestly, those are that, the things that, is, that we need work and on. And that is a campaign also, commercial for Joe Biden. It is just incredible. He tweeted it. <laughs> Urban and then rural. Urban. This is why you saw this article where lawmakers are attempting to make it more difficult for people to find out where they live oh. and to get their personal information. This is why. Yeah. Because of people like MTG. Mm-hmm. Uh, This is actually interesting. There's legislation. This is bipartisan on a horrible level. Amy Klobuchar, a woman who didn't stand up for Al Franken and somebody who only talks about her ex-boyfriends. And she, again, if she's smiling, things are going wrong. (laughs) And Ted Cruz. Oh, boo. They have offered legislation as an amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act, contending that they need protections as federal officials as their families face an onslaught of threats for their safety from disgruntled constituents and Mm. others. So they (laughs) snuck this in because they're all pissing everybody off. (laughs) Like MTG, Ted Cruz, Amy Klobuchar, whatever. Their constituents are aggravated, and their response isn't to change policy or to help them more. Their response is to go in hiding and uh, stay more closed (laughs) off. And just do corporations' biddings. It's unbelievable. Good grief. Amy Klobuchar, thank you. There you go. But really, it's about MTG here. So MTG is one of those people that we were just talking about when it comes to gerrymandering and redistricting. We were discussing that in San Francisco on Sunday. There's no reason why she should still be in office, but she's there. Basically, because it's guaranteed for as long as she wants to be there that it's going to happen. Gerrymander Georgia. So let's play this new hit song about MTG. <laughs> and uh, I think she doesn't care if she if people know where she lives because she's out there in public and she's got a real fancy car. Yeah. <laughs> this is from a guy named Forgot a Blow. 
Yeah, oh. we've talked about we've it. We've mentioned before. Yeah. You forgot to blow. <laughs> and this song is uh, it's called MTG is Mega's MVP. Oh, so it's a pro. They MTG song. Yeah, they love her. Okay. Right? It's, it's the Forgot to Blow. Oh, yeah, and, Forgot to um, Blow. <laughs> they, they love her a lot. And uh, let's just play this song there. Should, should be good. Should be a good song. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be real classy and good. Democrats are a party of pedophiles. They support oh. grooming children. Even Joe Biden, the president himself, supports children. You were just saying all these nice things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. a pause right there. Children as well I pedophiles. do want to mention this just really quick. Remember when Toddlers in Tierras was on? Yeah. And every yeah. goddamn uh, conservator was like, I love that show. No, that's Look my show. Honey Boo Boo was I DVR that one every night. <laughs> I don't recall seeing a lot of urban child pageants. Mm. Um, so that is just something I did want to point oh, out. Right. And again, mm-hmm. if you want to look at pedophilia, sadly, that is something that is bipartisan. Mm-hmm. But I would go uh, a little bit more to the right yep. when it comes to the people who are pretending to be holier than thou. Oh, yeah. When in reality doing horrible things. Google H- Dennis Hastert. H- Hastert. I mean, even, even Schlapp. Yeah, the guy was old. Uh, the the guy he groped was older. Sure. But he's out there yep. anti-gay, anti-everything. Meanwhile, he's trying to forgot uh, a blow that guy. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So I just wanted to Mega point MVP. that out. I, I don't recall. I don't recall. Uh, <laughs> that a lot of uh, conservatives were disgusted by child beauty nope. pageants. Nope. Right. And, of course, Donald Trump himself made sure during the Teen Miss America pageant to check them out when uh, they were changing. They were backstage, mm-hmm. yes. Mm. All right, let's go on to the horrible music. She'll be kicked out of the curb. Liberals make better music. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, liberal tears. Liberal. So it tears. just goes on. You know, this guy. It's it's he's got a blow. Forgot a blow. He's he's finding a niche. I don't recall. You know, I don't recall blowing him. You know, it's not uh, exactly. Um, I don't know counterculture or revolutionary music when you have a congresswoman in your video. Right, sure, in you're the not a, yeah in, in the convertible. Calling her an MVP, and uh, you know that MTG uh, she can get it from a lot of guys, and I guess that's why she's Mega's MVP. <laughs> I don't recall. I don't recall either. Forgot to blow. I forgot about that. So the cult like uh, status of, of Trumpers and uh, and, tr- and and people that are Trumpy in. Uh, continues, and they're even taking it 
to the charts. I'm, I'm kind <laughs> of Is this on the charts? I'm Casey Kasem here. I don't know. Coming in at number one is Forgotta Blow. Yeah, this oh, song's no. number one on the charts. Thank you. There That's you two That's charts jokes charts in one trip. show. It's like a, I mean, no one's singing songs about Klobuchar, to be fair. Well, you know what? I might just have a little uh, ditty on the horizon. All right, all right. <laughs> My opinions on this guy are shady because I think his first song, remember that Target song? It was number one, supposedly. Right. I think they were just astroturfing. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah, of course. Like, no like, one's li- yeah, no no one one actually listening. listening to yeah. this in a car. Yeah. If you are, I, I greatly, <laughs> I, I don't know why, even what, you're broken. Right. <laughs> but I, I'm a little bit confused because in our past two episodes mm-hmm. and and the narrative I was understanding, MTG was on her way out. Remember, she's calling Bobert a bitch. Right. There's the, she can't work with her. Trump's snubbing her. Right. Uh, so is it possible that they. Like, and, and now she's made a new great campaign commercial for Joe Biden. Yeah. So I don't recall. I don't understand. Maybe like I think maybe Forgiato Blow might be like losing his edge. Oh. Or, or again, or MTG just is so disconnected that she thinks she's the number one it girl when everyone is like. Oh, I think she's a bitch. Right. Yeah. Definitely that as well. <laughs> and of course, it has nothing to do with helping her constituents. And I recall when a lot of people were like, I don't we don't want celebrities or Democrats just left celebrities. And it's like, well, that has changed quite a bit. hasn't it? Right. Yes. Uh, yes, indeed. It has. As again, now MTG wants to be the star of a music video getting praised by Forgot to blow. I want Bobby <laughs> to do like a diss track on yeah. her. Yeah. Come on, Bobby. Oh, Might man. as well. This whole thing's a goddamn clown show anyway. <laughs> right. That's what we need. Dueling Congresswoman rappers. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. We have so much more, but we'll do it next episode. Uh, Trump wants to expand if he would win re-election. Um, Trump wants to, obviously, uh, you know, after he lost, but he would. Um, he wants to expand the power of the presidency. We're going to get into that. And uh, just a bunch of stuff. We've got some Kamala news as well. And just a lot. There's just a lot to get to. There's a lot. But it's anyway, that's week. why we're going to keep on doing this show. Also, we'll see everybody in Las Vegas on Sunday for Hail Yourself. Can't wait. Wise Guys and, Comedy Club. Yeah, there's nothing more fun than the mob. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> I wise guy. love that. I, I think theme. you're thinking of Three Stooges. Yeah, whoa, whoa, Wise Guy, yeah. Nothing funnier than the Three Stooges. Well, uh, you know what? And the Three three Scrooges. (laughs) Ben got me a great happy birthday card made in 1996. It's got Newt Gingrich, Bob Dole, and who's the other asshole on there? It's Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. Ladies and gentlemen, the Three Scrooges. They're they're (laughs) called the Three Scrooges. I got him a gift. You know I was giving people gifts. You know, Leo People say everyone's yelling at me all the time, but I'm always giving people gifts. You know, it was a great gift. All right, everyone. I appreciate it. Yeah. At 1996 called, they want their birthday card back Whoa. and I will take it because I love 1996. I'm sorry I'm too busy sucking Bill Clinton's dick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, that's a reference. Okay everyone, thanks for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. For over 130 years, 
McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night, no matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great.